This is an original podcast from Union Jack, recorded pre-pandemic in an actual pub. Oh man, do you remember those? Find out more at unionjack.co.uk. Hello, once again I'm here in the Harp pub in the heart of London, waiting on uh, two friends to come and join me. Oh my god, they've just walked in. Brody Snook and Olga Koch. I'm so excited about this. Hello. Hi guys. Hi, Hi team. thanks so much for having us. Hey, thanks for coming along and meeting me. I would have been very lonely uh, if you hadn't. Uh, so this is three foreigners walk into a bar. We've done the walking part. So let's do the talking part. Awesome. Um, Brody, give us a, uh, a, a, a brief bio, uh, like full name, including middle name, and uh, where you come from, what you're up to. I am Brody Emma Snook. Well done on the pronunciation, Thanks, by the way. Mate. I know it's very difficult for you. <laughs> uh, I am 28. I am from Bustleton, Western Australia, 62AO. Represent. Am, yeah, represent, obviously. And uh, I'm, I'm currently up to this. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Olga, full intro, middle name, if you have one. So, funny you should ask that. I'm originally from Russia. And in yeah. Russia, we don't have middle names. We have patronyms. So, Lovely. it's like... The, the father who whomst you come from. Really? Yeah, so my middle name is Alfreds. That's, so the dads are constantly just wanting to keep their names in there. Yeah, as but well it's not even surname. just his name. It's literally like belonging to. So like wow. Alfreds. Russia's big on the patriarchy, aren't they? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> my last name's Cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Olga Alfred's cock is my Alfred's cock. Yeah, that's amazing. Is my full name. Do you talk about that on stage? Yes, very much. Of course, because that is you can't not. That is hilarious. If you have your dad's dick in your own name, <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta point it out. Glad it's only in your name. Um, <laughs> so, very different podcast. Very different podcast. So, what would yours then be, Jared, if uh, that was the case? Your middle name. My middle name, if it was my dad's name. Mm. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I would be Jared. Chris's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love that. I'm so yeah. uh, I would be Brody. Oh no, yeah, I would still be Brody. That bit makes sense. I have to really think about that. Then. <laughs> I would be Brody Peters Snook. Peters Snook Whoa. sounds like. Yeah. Or it'd be like Peters like Nook, wouldn't it? Yeah, the S Peters is Nook. There. Brody Peters Snook. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. <laughs> that's up does there sound, with. It does sound gross, or yeah, it sounds no. like a really small. Beachside bar. It does, yeah. That's yeah. let's go with that. Yeah, you're going to drink in Peter's Snook. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Drinks so are cheap. Uh, well, thanks for coming along. How long you been over here, Brody? Uh, it has just gone my tenth year. Wow, did you celebrate? I did not. No. No. I uh, does anything stand out from when you first moved over here? Like your first impressions of the UK? Did it match up to your expectations? It did. I think I was, it took me like a good year to, to really get the measure of it, I think, a bit of like moving in a, into a few different places and a bit of travel. Um, but yeah, I basically completely grew up, I grew up with an English grandmother and uh, she travelled here quite a bit and then would come back and, you know, bring like Spice Girls books and all that Amazing. sort of stuff. So my, my whole kind of upbringing was I just got so obsessed with everything English. Yeah. From Spice Girls to, you know, books to films to music to everything. Um, and then, yeah, so it's literally just finished high school, saved a bit of money, bought a one-way ticket. Nice. That's 
the story. So yeah, when I got here and you know you've got like double decker buses going past and stuff, I was just like, oh my god! And now I'm just like, oh, that was my bus. I've missed it. Um, <laughs> it's not so enchanting anymore. Yeah. But yeah, so certainly ten years on, a lot has changed. Um, but yeah, no, it's been good. Good yeah, times. Nice one. What about you, Olga? How long have you been here? So I'm currently on my 10th year. Yeah. So I moved here for high school to go to boarding school, but I went to an American boarding school. So exactly disgusting. But also it was just like, it felt like a bubble. Like the way that I describe it is genuinely, I lived here from the year 2006, 2010, never having heard of the band Arctic Monkeys. Which, like, that's how successful they were in, like, guarding us off from the real world. Wow. So, I, like, I lived in, like, little America for four years. Yeah. Uh, then I went to university in actual America, and then they came, came back again. So, it, like, the ten years have been fragmented. Yeah. But here I am, and I love it. Love it. Well, that is, that is positive, and that is good to know. Um, uh, Spice Girls fan? <laughs> Spice Girls, does that represent the UK to you? Uh, I think, I think more in retrospect. I wasn't, yeah. like, that... Robbie Williams for me yeah. was much Ooh, bigger. Big yeah. time. I big remember time. the first time I went to Stoke on Trent and I was like, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huge the, Robbie fan. The Robbie Mecca. Yeah, I mean, my real plan was to actually move here and marry him, but it didn't kick off because mm. he lives in LA, doesn't he? Or yeah. used to. Oh, no, he still lives. Uh, Does he? Yeah, he's still. A friend of mine uh, sometimes uh, does chef work for Go on, make us jealous. Um, I, the only thing I can make you jealous of is that she's a really good friend and a nice person. Oh, and good I don't chef. Know if you have someone in your life like that, that and if you don't, then you're jealous. Uh, she's an incredible chef, um, and her cakes are uh, the reason I struggle to um, lose weight. Uh, anyway. What's um, your link to Robbie? Cut to the oh, chase. No, my not, no you oh. said you came over to marry Robbie. Robbie. I came over with part of me thinking I was going to meet Billy Piper. Oh. and Of course. Um, you know, marry her. Yeah. Why? Because she wants to. <laughs> um, and I actually sent an email to a mate of mine, a jokey email, saying that I had met Billy Piper and was friends with Billy Piper. And then sent him a follow-up email saying I was now going out with Billy Piper. Oh, my God. This is 2000, right? We, you know, email was... Not many people were on email. Uh, certainly not in New Zealand. And next thing I know, I'm getting a phone call. Uh, I'm, no, I'm on the phone to my parents. And my brother gets on the phone and he's like, The bloody hell is all this? <laughs> You're dating Billy Piper. <laughs> Everyone's talking about you dating Billy Piper. I was like, no, nah, that was a joke. Oh, that was God. a joke. Oh, it's and like it just news. spread. Yeah, yeah. It spread amongst. Uh, and with email taking so long, I'm sure it sort of took a long time took to a really long time. get down the grapevine. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I uh, had some Billy Piper singles, I think. I, she yes. had some bangers, didn't she? She did. Yeah. So. Is there anything that woman can't do? Oh, who knows? I know. Doctor Who as well, right? She right? was in Doctor yeah. Who, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just had an English person. We're getting saying confirmation no. in the Yeah, full confo. Um, and the Spice Girls, uh, I bought. Uh, oh, this is painting me in a bad picture. Um, so I bought a magazine that came with photographs of the Spice Girls, mm-hmm. uh, informal photographs, like backstage photographs and stuff. And in my bedroom, I had a wall of photos, like of parties with mates and stuff like that. So I just put the Spice Girl one up there like a backstage <laughs> shot and mates would come in and go when did you hang out with the Spice Girl oh my God. And, I, and I was like oh when they when they did their concert in Auckland oh I, I God, went up and stop it, it and people believed me maybe you were very good at duping 
all yeah, of New all, Zealand. Or my friends were all thick as shit. Yeah, possibly. That, yeah. that might be exactly yeah, what the case that, is. That's more, that's more likely. Um, and uh, tell me, any, any first experiences of being in the UK that stand out to you? Uh, like when you were in the American school, I find that fascinating. So you, they literally tried to seal you off from all things British. Did yeah. you have a full English breakfast or anything like that? We had like SATs, prom, homecoming, American wow. football, like all of it. Really? It, it, was, it was bizarre. But the one thing I do remember, because like my drinking career overall started in America at university. Yeah. Um, and in the US, if you go to a pub, a pub is like a themed bar, like the Rainforest Cafe. It's like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if this bar was British? So I, when I came over here and I started drinking, I was like, why is every pub, like, why is every bar themed? Like, <laughs> why is everything like Disney World? Can you just chill and have a regular bar? And yeah. only then did I realize that that's, they're not pretending. No, it's it was all just the copies that you were going into. Yeah. Yeah. Whereabouts was the school? Was it in London? It was right next to Thorpe Park. I realize the more oh. details I'll tell you about this, you're just like, Olga, this didn't happen. <laughs> Did you go to Thorpe Park? Uh, not not as often as you think. You, you yeah. Just because it's like right there. So yeah, you're, you're, you're easy not, excursion. Yeah. But I guess in terms of, you know, that sort of park type thing, I mean, Thorpe Park compared to anything in America is going to be pretty disappointing. It is a joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's like in New they Zealand. Know how to do theme parks New Zealand, we've got a slide, and we're like, "That's the theme park, guys." Is it? What yeah, about monkey bars. A, yeah, monkey bars. Wait, you don't have any good. theme parks in New Zealand? Yeah, we've got Rainbow's End. What is that? What's that, the theme? Uh, the, well, vaguely that rainbows. it's at vaguely at the end of a rainbow. <laughs> um, the the ro- they've probably changed it now, but when I was growing up, the roller coaster was uh, not even it, it it was just a half Aww. piece of track, you know, like a smile. And you got in like, the, like you, a skate ramp. Yeah, and you, you got in the coaster, and it took you up to one end, and then you just they let you go, and you went up to the other end, and just sort of I can't describe rocked. it. Rocked. Yeah, you just sort of rocked, and that was it. There was no loops. There was no actual track. Did you have the thing where I don't never know if it's a rumor or not, or like an urban legend, but there was always a kid that died on a ride. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. everything part. It's like, oh, did you hear? Jared convinced everyone that he was the kid. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was the one who died, guys. I was. I was at Rainbow's End with Billy Piper. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, what a date! Oh God. Oh, I wonder if Billy Piper's going to listen to this. Um, Anyway, uh, did you meet? So you didn't? Did you meet any British people when you were at American school? Yeah, and they were just constantly super confused by us because we had American accents. And yeah. they were just like, sorry, we have to go to cheerleading practice. And they'd be like, what is this? Why are you doing... It was it was a very odd experience because it prepared us to nothing. I just assumed that everybody would be circumcised. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's amazing that there's even a small piece of America near Thorpe Park. Yeah. That's that the real theme park. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, I you're, write that you're not down. wrong. That's not bad. Uh, and Brody, <laughs> any, <laughs> how about you? Did you, uh, did you, who did you move in with? Did you move in with friends and family or? No, so I came over alone. Um, I moved in January of 2010. Wait, how old were you? Just 18. 18, yeah. wow. Yeah. Moving in January, the mm. bleakest, darkest, wettest month. And it's good weather in Australia. Flip flops on the plane, this guy. Did you? I did, nice. yeah. Um, so Wait, I wore flip flops on the plane. She wore flip flops, <gasps> jandals. 
thongs. Traditionally, I would say thongs, but yeah. there's some English people in the room, so. Um, so That's yeah. why the uh, Cisco thong song yeah. didn't no, go so not. well in Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was like, singing about flip flops. Yeah. yeah. Wait, but what would you call thongs in Australia? G strings. Yeah. Pants. Yeah. G strings. Yeah. G banger. G banger. Yeah. Yes. This is what I like about Australia, and uh, actually, <laughs> oh, sorry. Finish what oh, you were saying before my, I fully. Oh, finish my flip flops anecdote. So I moved over in January. Uh, yeah, wore flip-flops on the plane. Realised that was a mistake when we landed and we had to wait extra time because all the locks for all the uh, hold luggage were frozen. <laughs> and I remember just looking down at my feet being like, oh, that was, that's a poor idea. That's a really poor idea. Um, and then I basically, because I was coming over not knowing anyone or anything, I'd never left Australia, um, never lived in a city or anything like that. So I came over, um, I came through a, like a recruitment company that organised travelling antipodeans with bar work because wow. I love a stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> and because I, I obviously came over in January and uh, they, you know, you're filling out all your paperwork and they help you set up a bank account and all that sort of stuff. And then they go, where do you want to be posted to work in a cool bar? And I was like, well, central London, please. <gasps> and then they were like, we're going to send you to a place called Wellen. Where's Wellen? Precisely, Jared. That is great. I've is that here, in London or no? I've been here no. 20 years and I couldn't exactly. pick where Wellen is. So it's in, uh, it's in Hertfordshire. Yeah. It's about, uh, yeah, sort of between... Oh, not Welling, Welling, Welling Garden, Garden City, City. But not even the Garden City, the village of Wellen. Amazing. So my first experience was flying to Heathrow, making my way out to a village called Wellen. Yeah. And being like, oh, I, this is it. This is what my entire life's been but leading up to. Working at the Red Lion in Welland. Yes. <laughs> Red Lion is one of the bonkers. most common names for a pub in the UK, yeah, I do believe. Yeah, that's one of the things I never understood when I first moved here was that so many of the pubs, it's a colour and an animal. Yeah. I, I just don't know where that comes from. I don't know where it comes from, but actually you know, the most popular... lots pop- of the white horse. White horse, the yeah. uh, blue duck. Um, I don't think the blue duck is one. Red Lion is the most popular... Followed by the Crown, then the Royal Oak. Oh, yeah. There's 556 yeah. red lions in the United Kingdom. That is too many. Good fact. That's and Brody's worked at all of them. Yeah. I have, yeah. <laughs> Australians are... Just try and stop me from in doing bar work. <laughs> I'm trying to stop myself. Uh, so you've travelled around the country doing shows. Uh, have you come across your favourite place name? There are some ridiculous place names uh you know we've talked of you know people have mentioned uh or i've mentioned gaydon um very disappointing when you go to gaydon i was <laughs> wanting it to be a hell of a lot more fabulous than it is do they not have a pride gaydon pride no oh no, nothing like Starting that now. Missing yeah. trick right yeah, there. absolutely are. a pilgrimage to gaydon yeah truly yeah. Take the so uh, has there has there have you encountered or gigged somewhere or even if it's just somewhere fun to say like I enjoy saying Scunthorpe because it's got a very rude word right in the middle there. Yeah. <laughs> I have never thought of that. Yeah. That is all I'm currently thinking about. Wow, <laughs> well done. Um, I tell you what, when I first moved, uh, again, like we were talking about, I think we, before we hit record, about how Australians say everything quite literally, use every sound in the word and yeah. almost exaggerate a lot of it. So there's a lot of... Um, places in the UK that have an, uh, an H-A-M in them, so you've got Buckingham and yeah. all of that sort of stuff. 
um, that was what I was pronouncing very literally when I moved here. So it would be like Buckingham, this, that, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I went to a, a West Ham game and yep. it confused me so much because someone's like, oh, it's Buckingham, you're saying it wrong. And then I was like, well, it must be West Ham then. <laughs> so you're at football going, yeah, go, go West Ham. <laughs> they absolutely don't send out a rule book. Absolutely. Do they? No, they don't. But again, you know, we're the same at home. So you've yeah, got yeah. you to laugh at the little uh, the mistakes you make. But I like, um, tell you what I do like is Lime Regis. Oh, yeah, that's fun to say, Ooh, isn't it? Yeah, Lime Regis. really fun. And it's a beautiful place. Good but shout. also Regis, because there's like Bogner Regis. There's yep. a few uh, things Regis. I think I'm probably possibly wrong. But that is outrageous. Hey. Outrageous. Yeah. There it is. Thank you. I think Regis has something to do with... Regal, like yeah. royal. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so like back in, back in, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, Bogner um, royal. Yeah, you can't imagine Bogner being royal, can you? <laughs> yeah. You can't imagine Lime being royal no, as well. No, you really But no, they're great shouts because the more yeah. I think about it, Lime Regis is definitely fun to say. Mm. Um, how about you, Olga? In terms of things to say, Swansea. Swansea, 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 Swansea. Yeah. Oh, God, Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, just really like all the names with a spa at the end because it's so fancy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Lemington. Like Lemington Spa. spa. <laughs> yeah. Bath. Bath spa. spa. Oh, yeah. I always, I always thought uh, Tunbridge Wells mm. sounded very... It is fancy. It is very fancy. Supermare? Western Supermare? Western Supermare. Yeah, yeah. Super, a super... Super... super the, yeah, yeah. On. Super disappointing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and of course, there's loads of places uh, through Wales that are just fun to try and figure out how to actually say. Uh, Aberystwyth. Um, mm. There's a great comedy festival in McHuncliffe. Oh, that's so Mac good. Macfest. The Macfest, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. All English people going there. Can, can we abbreviate this to <laughs> Macfest, yeah, yeah. please? To suit us, please. Yeah. McHuncliffe. Yeah. Um, British people talk about weather a lot, mm. considering they consistently have drizzle and overcast. Um, what uh, what are your impressions of weather? Uh, how do you uh, how do you like it? How the British react to weather? Is weather an important thing in Russia or in Australia? Do you know what I mean? Like, do people talk about it as much? I think there's stereotypes both about Australia and Russia in terms of weather. Yeah, <laughs> and they're completely opposite. Yeah, yeah, of course. Huge. They are. Yeah. 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 But the one thing I will say about weather in the UK is that the joy of summer does not come close anywhere I've ever been in my life. Yeah, than the true. joy of summer in the UK. So and even true. a hint of <laughs> even a hint of summer, there's going to be blokes with tops off. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. As soon as that temperature creeps over twenty, <laughs> there'll be you'll see a guy in central London walking around with his top off. Oh, 100 percent. I like seeing the businessmen like who hit the parks on their lunch break and just kick their shoes off, have a yeah. sandwich. It's like, oh, you are in the zone. Right? Yeah. Especially. <laughs> They, they go I've full got seven hog layers on right now. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I always enjoy having phone conversations with my parents who live in Australia now where, you know, they're like, oh, how's the weather over there? And I'm like, oh, it's great. We've got the paddling pool out for the kids. You know, it's 23 degrees. And my parents are like, uh, that is jumper and coat weather for us, 23 <laughs> yeah. degrees. Yeah. But over here it's like, yes, it's a heat wave. 
Definitely. I, after 10 years, have absolutely still not acclimatised whatsoever. Yeah. Whatsoever. Um, and But I do, like, I am quite English now in the joy I get when it is a slightly lighter grey yeah. <laughs> than usual. You go, oh, it's quite bright today, isn't uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. Let me get my shades out. But, yeah, it's... um. I mean, I live down in Brighton, so that is both the best place to be and the worst place to be when the weather gets good. Because yeah. we're just like 40 minutes from East Croydon and everybody yeah. gets on the train and come down and, you know, it's um, it, it can get incredibly hectic down there. But again, it's so... I grew up on the beach, so it's so nice to still be on the coast. Different type of beach, though. Very right? different type yeah. of beach. Channel, shall we say. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, not holding that against it. It's water. Um, so yeah. I mean, there's nothing beats going on a beach and getting a hot stone massage at the same time. Exactly. And do you know what? When you're on a sandy beach, you come home with half of it in your pants. So yeah. You don't get that with pebbles. You just get some bruising. Yeah. That's about it. So, yeah. That's about it. You're right. And, Luxurious. you know, where you grew up, you can build sand castles. Mm-hmm. Now, you can build real castles. Exactly. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love that. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, and uh, what are the winters compared to what you grew up with? Uh, I want like my knee jerk reaction was to say that like yeah they're colder but they're also drier because like this feel like here the worst thing isn't the cold but here is the constant feeling of damp and everything's like yeah. a little bit moist yeah which which is not great but that that being that being said Russia has fucking miserable weather especially the more north you go like everybody knows if they know something about St Petersburg is that like they have white nights in the summer but that means uh, that that it's like closer to the North Pole which right. means in the winter it's never light. Ever. Yeah, well. So, like, the, fa- the idea, like, I just remember as a kid waking up completely dark, getting out of school already completely dark. You just miss any light. Wow. And it's so depressing. Yeah, I bet. Hey, team. It's me, Jared Christmas, here with a quick message from our sponsors, Union Jack Radio. They're a brilliant national radio station playing the best British music from the past eight decades and a ton of classic and original comedy. Union Jack has more comedy than Radio 4. What? True story. Find Union Jack Radio on digital radio, online, or just ask Alexa, you lazy prick. On with the show. Okay, uh, so you've both been in the country long enough that you uh, can do the citizenship test, the three foreigners walk into a bar famous citizenship test. So here we go. Um, This is whether you're allowed to stay, by the way. So very important, these results. Right. Name four counties in England that end in sex. East Sussex. Sussex? Yep. Is East Sussex one of them? East Sussex is one of them. West Sussex? West Sussex is one of them. Middlesex? Middlesex is one of them. Essex. Essex! Yeah, Yeah, well done, all four. Clean sweep of the sex counties, guys. Well done. Any county I am in. (laughs) Bingo. Um, When were men and women given the right to vote at the age of 21? And this is an actual question 1928 on the citizenship test i'll give you um i'll give you have you done a citizenship test yes but i mean i maybe make this up all right give uh, us a ballpark i'll give you four options okay 1918 1898 1928 1932 well the fact that i would jump for 28 <laughs> 
and has done the citizenship test, you. Yeah. I'm inclined to go for that. You're absolutely right. Woo! Yeah. Well done. Well Strength done. in copying answers. Uh, name the three saints associated with England, Wales, and Scotland, and what did they do to gain that sainthood? Oh, is one of them St. David? St. David, yes, but what's he, this, what country? Wales. Wales, what did he do? Is Wales. It, is it this guy? Am I making that up? No. You're doing a wanking gesture. <laughs> I mean, he probably has. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. Oh, no, Odds saints are. don't do that. Classic David. <laughs> no way. They um, hold on to it. Are you staking some land with that? I was, pier- what was pier- the piercing through a serpent, but that's not him, is it? No. No, that's not him. That's another guy. But one of them did it. George. So, George did that? George? Oh, yeah, St. George. And uh, when you say England. a serpent, do you mean a dragon? That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm just like, I don't believe in dragons, so a serpent <laughs> is like the closest Well, I thing. think St. George killed a dinosaur. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Okay, so we don't know what St. David did. You don't know what St. David did? St. Andrew in Scotland. Yes. What did he... What was, what was Opened the poshest university in the country. Play Absolutely golf. right. <laughs> oh. Play golf, yeah, correct. There we go. It's also the patron saint of fishmongers, um, but he was Jesus's first disciple. Really? Yeah. My history is shot. I've yeah. got no idea what. I don't know down. if that's history or it's <laughs> make believe. History it's or tough. fiction. Dragons. But Saint David, this is what uh, got him his sainthood. Yeah. Um, the Saxons were attacking the Welsh, uh, and it was all very confusing. Confusing. The soldiers couldn't tell friend from foe. So David, at the time, just a plain old monk, a little bit bald at the back, uh, he got the Welsh soldiers to wear leeks on their helmets, which helped them dif- help them differentiate between <laughs> different armies. Is that armies. what you need to do to get a fucking saint? And then the Welsh one, yeah, yeah. You need to go pull up some leeks from Vegan the ground. Vegan nonsense. And, yeah. So oh, that's why he did. And that's why the Welsh love a leak. Not guessing that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so elaborate. You're not allowed to go back to Swansea now. Uh, when is National Biscuit Day? I'll give you a point if you can even guess the month. May. In is it in May? <gasps> yes. Well done. So good. Go on. Guess the day. The date. I mean, you one out of. 30 chance? Mm, all right. What do we think? We think in middle. Should we be safe with yeah, the middle? Should we pick something in the middle? Yeah. Smack go. bang or either Just side? Just do one that isn't a holiday already, right? So it's probably That's like true. not May Day. You know what? Whichever one of you is closest wins the point. Oh, okay. Yeah, proper competition. So I, I like the cooperation that was happening there. <laughs> and you destroyed yeah, it. Yeah, fully destroyed it. <laughs> Russia versus Australia. Um... Oh, I'm just trying to think where the bank holidays are. There's one at the start and one at the end, isn't there? Yeah. I'm but Biscuit Day wouldn't be a holiday. I don't. I mean, this nation likes biscuits. Are you telling me it's not a public holiday? It's not, not yet it's not. Outrageous. Okay, I'm going to venture a guess and say the 9th. 9th? 21st. 21st. Olga's closest, oh. 29th. Although you did get nine in I there, did. so it's still, I'll give you both a point. Yes. Awesome. We're All right. together again. I mean, this is a serious test. It is. <laughs> I feel sweaty. Uh, continuing on from National Biscuit Day, mm-hmm. name three biscuits in the top ten sweet biscuits, not savoury, sweet biscuits. And So if you're going to say oat cake or a mini cheddar, mm. then you're wrong. Uh, sweet biscuits in the UK from a YouGov poll for National Biscuit Day 2019. Bonus point if you guess the number one biscuit. And this is for units sold, not most 
popular, popular. Okay. which is weirdly a different list. Bourbon. So the the most popular biscuit doesn't sell as much as the biscuit that's number one on this. Okay. Weirdly. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So three of them in the top ten. Olga, you go first. Yeah, the bourbon, chocolate bourbon. Chocolate bourbon. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Custard cream? Okay, I have to stop. No. Are you? That's two. Shortbread. No. Digestive? Yes. Chocolate digestive. Yes. Hobnob. Yeah, no. Are you fucking serious? Jammy Dodger. No. Suck my fucking dick. Are you kidding me? <laughs> As I said, these are highest selling, not most popular. Are Oreos in there? Yep. Guess what the number one is? Maryland cookie. No. Guess what number one is? Okay, let's think. You got no idea what number one is. I've run out of biscuits. Wait, do we know uh, it? The, the do we clue, know it? Yeah, you absolutely know and this it. Is the most but there's confusion on this one whether it's a chocolate bar or a biscuit. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, one of those caramel things. No. Caramel wafer? Yeah. No. no? Wait. Th- th- I mean, that's up there. That's number This nine. is the most popular or... Most... Salt. 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 Wait, uh, confusion between chocolate and biscuit. That's your clue. Twix? No. Is it something tonics? No. It is a chocolate or a biscuit. Is it a chocolate bar or is it a biscuit? And it's not and it's penguin. Made- no. Fuck, I thought I had that. That was really good. I'm sorry. Was, I, I liked how you said it as well. I've never heard Penguin said so aggressively. Penguin! Um, Tim Tams are better, by the way, but let's not start on that now. Um, I'll be honest, I agree with you. Mm. Just there's more structure there is. to it. So if you want to do that biting off the ends and sipping Sucking your tea, tea through it, yeah. last longer. Unless you get a caramel because it's solid in the middle, you can't do that. No. Well, not the hard Penguin way. collapses pretty much. Straight away on your first suck. Not structurally. Oh, uh, chocolate fingers? Close. I mean, it is similar to a chocolate finger. Oh my god! You're gonna kick yourself. I know nothing. I'm I'm walking through a, do you sh- need, a shop. Do as you guys need mentally. us to just take a break for a moment, so you can think? About Are you a bunny? Well. It's a bunny. It's a rabbit. So a you cat? can take this more. Cat. Kitty. Is this a hint? Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Shut up. Oh Kit Kat. First of all, I love you. Second of all, that's there's no way that's a biscuit. Absolutely not. Absolutely, no. it is a biscuit. Um, I do, I do a stand-up routine about it because I phoned up the Nestle helpline uh, and said, is is the Kit Kat a chocolate bar or a biscuit? And they said, technically, the Kit Kat is classed as a biscuit and a chocolate bar. So where the confusion comes from is your multi-pack two-finger Kit Kat yeah. is in your biscuit aisle at the supermarket. Oh. Yeah, four fingers, chocolate aisle. That is such a technicality. Don't take that out of context, four fingers, chocolate aisle. Um, four fingers in the chocolate... Four finger Kit Kat is in the chocolate aisle. You know I what I have to say to this? Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> nice. Um, but there's a completely different list which is most popular. Yeah. And the most popular is the Jaffa Cake. Oh, I didn't even oh, think Oh, we didn't that. even think of that. Yeah. No. Are you saying no? It is a... Yes, this, it is a cake. Yeah. Okay, this is great. This is great. We're opening this wide open. Because the spongy thing? So one of yeah. the random English people in this pub has called me up and said the Jaffa cake is a cake. Yes, it is for that reasons. So McVitty <gasps> went to court... You've called so many helplines, haven't you? To, <laughs> to prove <laughs> that uh, the, the McVitty Jaffa cake is a cake because if it's a biscuit they get charged 20% of that oh. right? so they proved that it was a cake yet it's sold as a biscuit in the biscuit aisle and British people still think of it as a biscuit hence it making number one on the YouGov most popular not most sold 
most popular, as in the one of people going, Jaffa Cake's the best. But well, I'm not going to buy them as much as I buy cake. It's a biscuit by size, but by texture, it's a cake. Yeah. It's, oh, a, it's a soft spon- biscuit. It makes no sound when you buy into it. <gasps> oh, my God. I love that. Okay. Okay. But what about, a, what about a soft chocolate chip cookie? Do you know, like one of those, like a Ben's, have you had a Ben's cookie? That don't make sound. Oh. Freshly baked, I like gooey in the moist, middle. gooey in the middle. Mm. That's definitely a cookie. Okay, we have a lot to think about. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest. When I was writing this, I did not think it would get so controversial. I did not know you would know so and much. People are going. <laughs> you gov, he says. You gov. You gov. Um, and actually, nobody has done a. That, I mean, that's from. I think that's from twenty. No, that's twenty nineteen. So you're going to say yeah. nobody has done an Edinburgh show about biscuits yet? I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. Biscuit. Seriously, you do. I think someone would do really well if they did that. Surely, Belazafar had cakes. Who had? Oh yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. Mm. His. He had cupcakes or cakes. Cake. Cake, Yeah, but was it all about? Was it about? I think it was a bit about a bakery. Because I'll be Mm. honest, when I do my Kit Kat bit, I get the audience to vote. I go, give me a cheer if you think the Kit Kat is a biscuit. Give me a cheer if you. People get angry at each other. Surely. Like couples vote differently, and then look at each other like, what the hell are you thinking? And I don't know if this happens in any other country. I think the British get very, very passionate You're about like their the biscuit. Daniel Sloss of chocolatey treats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I am. That's, I mean, you know, he's just breaking couples up uh, for love. You're doing it for a good stuff. cause. I'm doing it for biscuits. Okay, now we move on to ye oldie British words. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you, this is still part of, part of the test. So far, it's borderline whether either of you are going to get to uh, stay here um, ye oldie British words You need. I'll tell you the word you need to tell me what you think the word means just make it up right uh, unless you know it and then tell me uh, and then at the end of it both of you have to decide which one of these words we need to try and get back into common usage okay this word is from was used heavily in the Yorkshire region titty tweet titty tweet t-i-t-t-y T-O-I-T. It could be titty to it. Titty twat? Tweet. So I got it right. Is this all one word? We are blood. Titty toit. That's my Yorkshire accent. Is that all one word or? Uh, Hyphenated word. Hyphenated word. Does it mean? Titty toit. What do you think it means, Brody? Something like a dialogue exchange, like a chat or something like that. Okay. Yeah. That's that's Good good answer. That's my venture. Great answer. Yeah. Olga. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Her answer? <laughs> or is that what you no, think it, it means? No, it means bullshit. It means bullshit. Like, stop, stop feeding me titty toy. Oh, I like that. That mm. is a great use of it. It means to tidy up. Oh. Yeah, okay, disappointing after wrong. after bullshit. I think we should definitely use it in that context. I mean... I call titty twat. <laughs> titty toit. Uh, okay, next one. Spinky Den is from Scotland. Spinky Den. S P I N K I E hyphen D E N. Spinky Den. Uh, like when, you, when you're having dinner but you're not that hungry, so it's like a little, like just like a little snack. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Can I hear it one more time? Spinky Den. I... Should I try and do it in a Scottish accent? Yeah, do it. Why? Uh, yeah, pal. Yeah, Loch Ness. Yeah, okay then. Spinky Dan. Is that was 
good, wasn't it? It was, it was good. good. Very, very good. I you. think I was thinking until you did it like that in a slightly aggravated way that it might be. I mean, that's be, just the region of Scotland my accent came from. That's true. I think it might be like um, it's all going to be spinky ding. It's all going to be all right. Oh, Ooh, I, I like that. that. Yeah. I like both of these answers. You know what? In Australia, I feel like that would actually come off. That's ah, all going to be spinky ding. You're right. Yeah, it would. Mm. And I like. Not that hungry, but I'm going to eat anyway. I'm a bit yeah. spinky dead. Like I a like cup of soup. Too. Yeah. Okay. Well, it actually means spinky dead, especially if you say it like spinky dead. Uh, it's a wood a woodland clearing full of flowers. Oh, that's Aww. nice too. Oh, isn't that nice? That's really isn't nice. That nice. Yeah, that's really it's cute. beautiful. You say it like a threat, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a great one. This is from uh, the Lincolnshire region. Shack Bagley. Shack Bagley. S-H-A-C-K-B-A-G-G-E-R-L-Y. Shack Bagley. Rough around the edges. Okay, cool. Like it. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. One more time, can I hear it? Shack Bagley. Get out of here. As in Shack Bagley. Shack Bagley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was how they used to say piss off. In <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shack Bagley. Shack Bagley out of here. Shack Bagley. <laughs> and don't come back. Back to where you came from. <laughs> It is an adjective describing anything left in a loose and disorderly manner, as in, oh, all your toys are shaped by the way. Oh, okay. All right. You know what? What I'm learning from this is your explanations are a lot more fun than the actual ones. <laughs> this is what I like about it. Okay, this is another one, good, good one. Pig puff. Pig puff. Pig is P-E-G. Puff is P-U-F-F. Pig puff. Um, I think it might be something edible. Oh. Okay. Like some kind of ingredient. Okay. It's from Northern England. If that yeah. helps, it doesn't. They have food there, right? They definitely have food up okay. there. Okay. Mainly just tripe. Tripe. Okay. I think it might be, yeah, something. All right. I'm going to generalize it a bit more. Something that you would use in a kitchen. And, okay. Cool. Yeah. Like a utensil. Yeah. Get the peg puff out. Can you out. pass the peg puff out? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Man. Peg puff? Yeah. Say it again. Peg puff. I'm probably not the right. I think You've got a northern accent. Come and say, say peg puff. Yeah, let's hear it. The real deal. P e g p u f f. Peg puff. I would say that's the noise that kids will make when they're pretending to shoot guns. Peg puff. Peg puff. Peg puff. Okay, I like that. I like it a lot, but that is not right. And you are nowhere near Oh, it. for God's sake. Peg puff is defined as a young woman with the manners of an old woman. Oh, my God. Like a, spin- yeah. like a spinster? Well, no. I think it's that, more... You know when a... people say the, the wise beyond their years or you were born in the wrong decade? I guess it's like an 18-year-old nowadays who dresses like she... Was in the Would it be like saying you're like an old soul? Yeah. Sort of like thing. a female yeah. Benjamin Button. Yeah. Is it a burn or a compliment? Or I neither? think it might be a compliment. Okay. I don't, th- I don't necessarily like see lady? that as a yeah, burn. Maybe. It's like, oh my God, I'm a cat lady. I don't like yeah, to go to the club. Yeah, but if it was an 18-year-old being I'm a, a peg cat puff. Like I'm if it was an 18-year-old getting, you know, their pension. Arthritis. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, final one. Crambo clink. Oh, I love that. Crambo Ooh. clink, another Scottish word, crambo clink. C-R-A-M-B-O clink, C-L-I-N-K, crambo clink. Also known as crambo jink. Oh, okay, well, that explains it. Crambo clink, cr- crambo jink. I would say it's... It's the- something to do with words. 
Yeah. Oh. Big clue. Okay. I mean, I shouldn't have given you that because yeah. I've been enjoying them. I was going to say, is it prison? <laughs> I was going to say it's paraf- drug paraphernalia. Drug paraphernalia? Just like all the stuff that you need to do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Just get all your crambo clink. And get your <laughs> crambo clink together. I've got the marijuana. <laughs> uh, is it... Does it refer to things that rhyme? Close, mate. <gasps> Close. Mm. I really want to give this to you. Mm. Because crambo clink in Scotland uh, is a word for poor quality poetry. Or figuratively, figur- figuratively, a long-winded and ultimately pointless conversation. So Crambo Clink really sums up this show. Hey. Uh, but Crambo Clink, yeah, poor quality poetry. Interesting. I used to do an open mic night in uh, New Zealand, uh, in Christchurch, New Zealand, a place called the Green Room, and it was all performance. It wasn't just comedy. It was whoever wanted to give up, get up and give it a go. And there were poets there. Uh, and the guy hosting the show was a comedian called Justin White, and he had this rivalry with the with the poets for some reason. I think mainly because they would get up and do their crambo clink, and then he would take the piss out of it afterwards. So they got annoyed. So when I started doing stand-up, I uh, inherited this rivalry, even though I didn't really know about it. Um, and the, I remember one uh, one girl would get up and she had a line in her poetry where she genuinely said, look at me, look at me, I'm dressed in black and purple, my life is pain, therefore I dress as a bruise. And awful, but also quite nice, wasn't it? Is that because nothing rhymes with purple? (laughs) I think so, yeah. And also bruise. On muse. Yeah, she wasn't that good. She wasn't that good. I wonder where she is now. I think she's poet laureate of um, <laughs> of Invercargill in New Zealand. Um, but well done. We kept mm. score. Uh, who gets to stay? Brody. <gasps> Olga's done. Yep, but it's okay. It's okay because um, the Home Office is, uh, you know, they're sacking everyone. Uh, so they're a bit behind in their admin. I think you've got probably got a good 30, 40 years. Uh, so I wouldn't panic, mate. This is crumbo clink. We didn't have a word for bullshit, did we? <laughs> no, we didn't. Oh, which one of those words do you want to bring it. back? Do you want to bring back? Crumbo clink, let's, let's, for sure. Let's go back over them. Crumbo clink for a bad poem. Peg puff for a young young woman with manners of an old one. I like that. Shack one. baggily, uh, a loose and disorderly manner. Spinky dent. Oh. Spinky dent. Clearing den. in the woodlands full of flowers. Mm. Chitty toit. I think it's Spinky Den. Just because yeah, it's a I lovely, re- lovely concept. Yeah, it is a lovely concept. Nice. But I like Titty Toit, uh, meaning bullshit. That would be a good one to stop. Yeah. Sp- oh, you're talking Titty Toit. I have an affection what? for Shaq Bagley, meaning get out of here. I think yeah. that's, I'm going to have to use that in my life. And you know what? These words aren't used anymore, so people don't really know the Start meaning. Start again. Start, Start again. again. Shaq Bagley is also uh, a great name for a PI. Yes. Yeah. Bagley. Yeah. Shaq Bagley. Shaq Bagley. Shaq Bagley. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us on the show. This has been Three Foreigners Walk Into a Bar. We are now going back to where we came from with all of your jobs and all of your work. Thanks for listening. There's plenty more where that came from. Union Jack Radio is the home of great British comedy playing classic and original comedy all day long. Fiddle your knob and finger your buttons and find Union Jack on digital radio, online, or just ask Alexa. Go on.
Stop doing things for yourself. Get her to do it. Oh, and remember, subscribe to this podcast and leave a nice review, or I'll come round your house with a baseball bat. I won't. I don't know how to play baseball. I'll, I'll come round with a cup of tea, and we'll just we'll just talk it out. Actually, I can't get closer than two meters though, so I'll bring a straw. This podcast was produced by Fingers and Fringe for Union Jack. Thank you.